Hello, it's your sister again. I'm going to talk about towels. Um, I remember those mauve towels very well from growing up. I'm sure they were from JCPenney. I bet you $100. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I think we had like four towels for a family of five. And I would change in the bathroom because the house was so cold. And I didn't want to go out into the cold room. I guess a robe would have kind of helped ease that transition. Um, these are things we learn as we, as we grow up. The Zumba thing you're talking about, I mean, that is, that is self-centered fear. And you are wasting your precious energy on caring about what other people think about you. And I can't wait to talk about 90 Day Fiance. You did a really good recap about Yolanda. I mean, I couldn't agree more. It's, it's like watching a slow train wreck. Bye. Hello, good evening. It is Monday. I am doing my my woman's work, driving around, picking people up. Um, I just made a gigantic watercolor painting for a client. Oh my God, so nerve wracking, you guys. I mean, watercolor is like you get it right or you just throw it in the garbage. I'm I'm almost not even kidding. There, it's like you lay it down and it's perfect, or forget it. So you know, then you're like sitting there with your critical eye. And like when I'm looking at it with my eye, I'm like, it's beautiful. It looks great. And then I take a picture and there'll be like a light spot or a dark spot, but it's like, you know, it's a beachscape. Like there would be shadows from clouds and like other things. Oh my God. It's just craziness. And of course, I mean, people want, want for the most part, like these commissioned artworks through a decorator are always um, how is the word I'm looking for? Like very specific, very subdued. And that's hard for me, you know, like to always be like having to like learn and relearn things. It's like, ah, you know, so it's awesome to keep learning though. And now I know what I'm doing. So I'm going to be making a lot of watercolors. Cause like I said, I had to buy 10 yards of watercolor paper to get a piece big enough. Um, so these are the things we do. Do I ever make money selling paintings? Yes, I do. But sometimes you don't make money. Sometimes you're just learning and that is totally fine. So, um, I am on my way to pick up my little tootsies right now from dance. And if you saw on Facebook, you'll see that Wolfgang cut his hair and his hair is like thick, like mine. And he, you know, at its longest, it was like, you know, beyond his collarbone, but he didn't like it. I did. I was like, you go boy. Um, and then I was like cutting it up. Like he would use, uh, Kurt Cobain as like a reference and I would cut it kind of like shaggily. And we were liking that. And then yesterday he's just like, I want to cut my hair. And I'm like, we'll sleep on it. And then he's like, can you do it? I said, no, oh my gosh, totally no. So then he went, he rode his bike up or to, or skated or whatever, up to ye old barber shop in town there. And they did it. And it looks awesome. He's lucky because he's got a really nicely shaped head. Cause you know, both my kids were delivered by C-section. So they didn't have any like, you know, head flattening. And also, um, I like, I do not have a good shaped head, but if I did, I think I, I mean, I, I can get into some short hair, but I think I have a small head. So you really got to be careful when you're going to like take the plunge with that. And then, you know, short hair for a woman, like, it seems like, Oh, like no work at all. 
but you'd have to do it every day, you know? So anyways, um, I don't have a lot. It was a really good weekend. Friday night, uh, I was 100% beat. Just like, oh my God, so beat. And I've had a really bad period. I mean, like menstrual period, guys. Not like a period of my life, just like period. Um, otherwise, this period of my life has been pretty good. Rain are getting along. Um, we seem to be out of the woods on this really bad time we were having. Uh, so I'm grateful for that. Um, so as it turned out, both kids had like places to be. And I think I've told you guys before that every Friday there's like some freaking attitude from Ray about what we're going to eat. And I'm over it. Because I don't freaking... I mean, of course I care. But I'm not here to offer up 10,000 options for you to be like, no, uh, uh. And then I'll be like, well, I, I don't know. Then frozen pizza. I'm not eating a frozen pizza. And then, you know, it's, it's just bullshit. I, I, can't, I can't even handle it. So then I was teaching exercise classes on Fridays because I just didn't want to deal with him. You know? We went to Lalo's every Friday for like four years because that was the only place that he would go. And it's funny the things that you accept when you're younger. You know, you're like, well, I, I just wanted to make him happy. So I'd be like, okay. So we'd go to Lalo's, drink two medium margaritas, smoke 10 cigarettes, have a, like, a tequila fight. I would, you know, dump a beer over his head, run away. I mean, just ridiculous. Like jump out at the stoplight. <sighs> Horrible. Um, and I mean, I seem to like let on to my parents, but this is kind of like pre-cell phone and Bridget kind of knew what was up. But I, I think as, as is the case with most people's marriages and lives, you're kind of like, Ee, you know, but you don't want to be the one to be like, Hey, this person's an asshole. You need to split or whatever. So then you, then we got pregnant or I got pregnant, you know, and then, so then some of that behavior just like was curtailed because of that. So then Ray pouted for, you know, all the times I was pregnant that we couldn't go to Lalo's. I mean, it's just crazy. There are other restaurants, but I just, it, you know, I grew up in a family where women didn't really like rock the boat, you know? See, I just said that Ray and I were in a good place and here I am like, you know, rehashing, but, um, I'm getting to something here. So I'm like, you know, I'm about to preheat the oven for a frozen pizza because after a while you're like, I'm not going to sit here and not eat all night because you, because you've got like a dump in your diaper, buddy. Um, so he's like, why don't we go drop the kids off and then we'll go eat. And so it was, it was good timing because Greta was going to the blackout thing at LT and Wolfgang was someplace, but it was, we were dropping Greta at right like 630 ish and she needed to be picked up by nine. I was like, okay. So we went to Kokula and I had a margarita and I hadn't had one in a really long time and it was good. And then I, I didn't have like an ulterior motive, but my friend Joanne's brother's band was playing at Joe's, which I mentioned before. And in my mind, I knew that Ray was going to be a dick about it. And it wasn't worth me going if I wasn't going out already. But since he was like pressing the issue to go out to eat, I was like, this is how it works, dude. You know, let's have a compromise here. So it's now it's so by the time we get done eating, it's like 745, 750. I'm like, Ray, this is perfect. I'm like, how about we go by Joe's? I can show my face. And really, you know, we won't be obligated to stay that long because we need to go pick up Greta at nine. And he pulled some shit, you know, like some old timey, extra pouty, just really like DEFCON 4. 
and I was pissed and I had tequila, you know, so I was like ready to go. Um, and so then it was just bad, you know, so we go in and I see my friends and then all these people from Lifetime were there. And so then, you know, like I said, we were there for 45 minutes and we left and this is the thing in life that like, you know, this, this degree of selfishness, I just, I can never abide by, you know, it's like, if you told me that there was something that you wanted to do, I would already be like finding a way to make that happen. I'd be like, I'm not crying. I just have a stuff from notes. I'd be like, well, what if we, what if we did this X, Y, Z? And I would go and I like, couldn't have been, you know, I, I would be nice about it and whatever. So you know, there comes a time in life when you're like, well, I I guess you have to stop asking for things that you know, you're not going to get from a person, you know? And then, so we were, you know, home at nine 15 with Greta and watched some TV and went to bed. And then the next day Ray apologized. So it was cool. I was glad for that. But, um, as the shrink would say, we strive for contentment, you know? And also Heather McDonald was talking about, um, Heather McDonald on the podcast I like, Juicy Scoop, was talking about love is blind. And I didn't get all the way to the end of it, but basically some of these women being like very, very specific about like what their needs would be sexual and otherwise in a marriage. And, you know, this, this is not a TV show, what we're doing here in this life. Like you've got kids you've got all this, you've got a home, you have jobs, you have your extended families, you have like your whole kind of deal happening, you know? So (laughs) you just have to kind of like hang your hat on a few important things and like hope it's enough to get you through, you know, like shared values and everything else like that, you know? So, wow, that was meandering. That was unexpected, but we hadn't talked in a while. So I guess that's about it for my Monday news. And um, if I think of any other hilarious pearls of wisdom, I'll lay them on you. Okay, guys? Bye. Good morning. This is Heidi Becker. And it was time for some Wolfgang's wokeness. First of all, Wolfie has a very new woke hairdo. He got a buzz cut. So I'm going to say something that's really embarrassing right now. Mm. When people were t- when people were talking about Biden yesterday, I was actually like, I didn't even know he was like still a thing. I, I I didn't even know that that was like in the mix still because all I ever saw on the book was Hillary Warren, um, Pete, and Bernie Sanders. So I said to Wolfie, "How do you feel about Joe Biden becoming the Democratic candidate?" And he started to say stuff like this. I'm just going to like guide what, what, what he was saying. And he said, I think it's bad because Joe Biden is too moderate a candidate. Mm. Go ahead and talk about that. So when I say he's like, he's one of the mo- more moderate candidates. Um, the, the Democratic Party last election, they tried. They're, tr- they're basically just repeating what happened last election. They... They nominated the one of the most moderate candidates, Hillary Clinton, and they lost. So I don't understand why they're trying it again. Because the Democratic Party doesn't understand that there are left-wing people who don't vote for the Democratic Party. 
And not everyone is just going to vote for the Democratic Party because it's not Trump. Like, there are certain voters that you have to win over, and I don't think they understand that. And they're willing to cost themselves the election um, to maintain a moderate platform, which is really frustrating. So what you're saying, and what you had said before, Boo Boo, was that... um, you know, Bernie Sanders people are like they're coming out. You mm. know, like like they they like they like him. He's different. You know, so even though he is so, um, like really he's more of a a leftist, a leftist, and and like a, an independent party than he is. You know, mm. a, a like a typical Democratic candidate. So you're saying that like nobody likes Joe Biden, right? I don't know. This is just my experience. I don't know a single person who likes Joe Biden. Uh, most people I know, or not most people, a lot of people I know, like, hate him. Well, hate's a pretty strong word. Why would you well, hate? Not hate. Well, well, you know, like, because he's, he is, a nomination of him, I feel the same, almost the same way I do about Bloomberg. Not quite the same way. You, know, I've expressed my distaste for Bloomberg. He's yeah. the Democratic Party's version of Donald Trump. Um... Well, Joe Biden, he kind of exemplifies this ideology of neoliberalism, which is where you have this thin veil of progressive ideology, but really, like, fiscally and um, in your policy, you're pretty much just maintaining the status quo um, and allow, you know, you are also, it also has to do with, like, it's basically what it's saying is that it's not advocating for any economic or real, like, social change. It's just kind of, like, it's the status quo, basically, with a little bit of, like, here and there to, like, make up for its lack of change, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it's terrible. Um, and it's a moderate platform, which I think that's not what most people want. Most people in America are not Republican. They're not, they're not conservative or moderate. Most people are conservative or liberal or they are like uh some kind of leftist right especially in my generation like people don't realize how many people are in my generation are rejecting uh conser- uh conserv- conservatism and liberalism and are like we like socialism and you know it's well the argument to the to like you know an older person's argument to socialism and not even to not even me so much boo boo but like um, like your grandparents would be like, well, you can even consider socialism because you've grown up in such a nice way, you know? But I, I understand that like, oh, look, if you divided all the world's wealth then everybody would have mm-hmm. enough, you know? And definitely there is studies that find that, um, you know, beyond regular wealth, like having the things you need and, you know, being able to take a couple of trips or whatever, there you know i'm uh, that's easy for me to say cuz i'm not super wealthy but like what 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 would you even do with like 8 zillion dollars anyways you know but that's not that's not how america works well, you know i don't want to argue make an argument for socialism because i feel like it would isolate people and i don't think it's going to happen you know um what i'm trying to get across is that the political landscape is changing and the DNC is changing in the opposite direction. Furthermore, I think that what frustrates a lot of young people, the reason I mention, like, socialism is not to be like, you know, like, let's, like, 
what I'm trying to say is like the Democratic Party is kind of just everything that Mo, not everything. Most things that a lot of young people hate about the Repub Republican Party are also in the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party wants to maintain the status quo and big business just as much as the Republican Party, which is really frustrating. Um, it's just really frustrating to a lot of young people, and I think that's why. Uh, I think that's why we need to like nominate a candidate who's like really going to like pull voters. It's so frustrating um, when you say you didn't even know Joe Biden was in. Like, why nominate him? Like, who cares about Joe Biden? I don't disagree. And so what, what I what I think that Pete had and that uh, Biden has or not Biden, Bernie has over Joe Biden is at least there's like a person behind there. At least for me, I was like, well, here's a person with with Pete Buttigieg. He, you know with him um, having served in the army and done tours in Afghanistan and speaking all these languages and he's gay, like all these things you're like, okay, you know, and Bernie is like this, you know, weirdo, but people like him, even though Bridget's still waiting on your why, why Bernie. Um, oh, well, I can give that right now. Okay, quick. I was actually kind of going to go into that. Go ahead. So the reason I like Bernie so much um, is because I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of the platform of the Democratic Party has been kind of like I'm the Democratic Party like vote for me you wouldn't vote for the Republican Party right where uh, like or, or also what also kind of frustrates me is um their reliance on race to win elections they're like oh you're black vote for me oh you're latino vote for me whereas Bernie um to quote Killer Mike you don't need to trust that he's going to stand up for race politics or LGBT politics because he has in the past and he has been doing it as long as he's been a politician. So he's not just like saying stuff. He's actively like throughout his career. He's done so much more than like any other candidate. Mm -hmm. And then additionally, when I was um, a lot of politicians, both Republican and Democrat, stand to profit off a lot of institutions that hurt most people. Um, Bernie Sanders under, uh, is not a prison profiteer. He doesn't pro he doesn't profit off the incarceration of individuals. Um, so he's not going to support. He he's based. His policies are going to favor most people over politicians because the way that politicians govern uh, uh, Democrats and Republicans is to benefit politicians. And Bernie has shown time and again, and he has no like motivation to benefit himself. Mm -hmm. So, Which is why I think that he should be the president. All right, you heard it. So that's your daily or weekly dose of Wolfgang's wokeness. Um, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.